She is Serious, a podcast where we showcase female athletes and their impact beyond the game. Each week, we will be bringing on influential women in the world of sports and showing why they are so much more than athletes. My name is Taylor Hall. I'm a health and fitness influencer and collegiate athlete at Biola University. And this is my sis, my co-host, Ashley White. What's up, girl? Hey, y'all. Hey, my name is Ashley White, a former student athlete manager for UNCW's women's basketball, a blogger, writer for Beautiful Ballers, and an advocate for women in sports. Thank you for tuning in weekly to She Is Serious podcast. And this is why female athletes are now to be taken seriously. Hey sis, welcome back to another episode of She Is Serious. Today we have on another very special guest, our second male on the podcast, CJ Harden. He has a show of his own. How are you doing today? We're so excited that you're here with us. I am very excited. I'm doing really well. Thank you guys for allowing me to grace my presence on your podcast. Uh, she is serious. Um, you know, I'm a fan. Uh, I'm, I'm you know, we connected on my podcast, so I'm very, very excited. So very excited, appreciative, and thankful to uh, to connect. So uh, yeah, thank you again. Really appreciate it. Of course, you know, you know, good things, you know, good things, and. We got to get straight to it, man. CJ, how what how would you describe your sports story and how did you get the Real Deal podcast started? Man, this I I always love this question cuz it's so I'll start I'll start from the beginning. Just, you know, growing up playing sports, uh watching sports, uh just doing like so originally I'm from upstate New York and just you know, I have my my older brother, my cousin lived together, raised by my mom and grandmother. Uh, so that's where the sport starts from my, and my aunt that lives, lived in, she was, uh, lived in Philly and she would come up from Philly to New York and we would just start watching like, you know, football, basketball, things like that. So that's how that got started. She was a big football fan, big Eagles fan. And I was, that's how I got hooked up. Eagles versus Giants was on one time. I was probably at least eight or nine years old um, and then just started really researching it and studying it and they said played throughout you know, junior high school high school things like that um, played in leagues and all that and then uh, just uh, with my friends just debating and arguing uh, with sports and they always said well you know the stats you know all these things you studied it collecting cards like basketball, baseball, football cards and all those things. So I was like one of those, those, uh, nerd types, I guess you could say <laughs> always, uh, love that. I, I just love that. I still do it to this day nowadays, you know, researching numbers and, and stats and things like that. So I was big into that. So fast forward, everybody's like, Oh, you should do, you should be on radio. You know, you, you know, these, you know, a lot of sport, a lot of different sports, you know, the stats and the players, things like that. You should start, you know, start like a, get on radio. But, you know, as we're young, you're like, yeah, I just want to just do whatever. Just go, go to college and hang around. And, you know, I didn't take it as serious. But then, you know, fast forward as I got older, went back to school, got my degree, and started my podcast. Started uh, started a podcast back in 20, I think it was like 2013, 2014, somewhere around there. Uh, started writing, blogging, and did that had a, had a podcast called the takeover had a co-host there did that for a couple of years with the with this website it's right for this website 
Uh, then I went on and did something by my, did the real deal by myself, kept that name uh, for a while, did it for about four years. Then in 2018, I took a year off because I got burnt out. Uh, then 2019, start rebranded it, started it back up, got on a new network. And since 2019, the real deal is still here. So that's the journey right there. That's yeah. awesome, TJ. That's pretty sick. So you said that you started podcasting back in 2013, 2014. That's pretty early on. Like, I feel like the podcast game just started getting super popular within the last few years. So how was it getting into the podcasting um, world that early on? It was interesting because it was, like you said, it was new. There was, there was podcasts, but there wasn't as many as it is today. I mean, there's, there's a pocket for everything. If you think about it, it's not just, you know, sports. You got, you know, people have cooking podcasts. They have uh, political podcasts. So back then, it wasn't so saturated. It wasn't so many. There was a lot of pockets, but it was like almost the same thing. Now there's so many different ones where that's the difference. And then even back in the day, it it just, social media wasn't as big then to what it is today. Uh, so I think that's a huge difference from 2013 to what it is in 2023 from, you know, nine years ago, eight years ago, uh, what it's been for me. So about nine years. So, uh, yeah, that's different. I think social media has, has grown with it. And now you got to, you could just look up podcast and you can, it's a podcast for everybody. So there's a, a podcast for, for us, there's a podcast for like my, my mom, there's a podcast for just about anybody, you know? So, uh, I think that's that's like that's great because you could just get different different types of podcasts for for and for anybody. So I think that's the difference. And was it hard to get into the industry then? Like, who was someone that you looked up to that podcasted beforehand that you were able to take some inspiration from? Yeah, there was. There's a lot. And there's a, still a lot of people that I uh, still watch and and uh, back then, like even with podcasts. I know uh, Bill Simmons. He uh, he was one of the biggest ones that really got into the podcast and then, you know, how he would just, you're just thinking like, what is this? What, what What's this podcasting thing? You know, you're listening to him interviewing all these, you know, he's interviewing people from, from basketball to even like, you know, that he started his own thing, his own network and things like that. He's one of them. Uh, I mean, I can go back from like Jamel Hill, Michael Smith, uh, when, mm. they did, when they had their podcast as well. And then Jamel, and they both have their own podcast now, but, uh, I, I love that his and hers podcast. That was one of them uh, that I that I really enjoyed. And then it was just more, it was more of like radio broadcasting mostly too. Uh, a lot, a lot of people that had their own radio shows like the Mike and Mike's, and mm -hmm. then they turned that into a podcast. They simulcast that to a podcast uh, as well. So a lot, a lot of those types that that's that was. I think those were like some of the early ones that I really got into. Now you got like I love Joy Taylor, Taylor Rooks. Uh, there's so, I mean, there's so many Kelsey, Nicole Nelson, you guys had her on the show. Uh, you know, you can, yes. her and all that. So it, there's, there's so many different ones. I don't want to miss, I don't want to miss anybody. So I'm going to leave it there. Cause I don't want to start naming all people and be like, Hey, do you have me on your show? Like, you know, they'll start coming at me. I want, don't at me on that. You know, but those, those are like you said, Bill Simmons, his and hers podcast. Uh, those are some of the early ones that I really uh, got into podcasting. 
You know, it's crazy. The fact that you named all those, I grew up listening to Mike and Mike when it was Mike and Mike in the morning, then became Greeny and Golic. Yep. And then, um, and then Numbers Never Lie turned yep. into His and Hers. Yep. And then Bill Simmons, I remember Bill Simmons because he would always talk about Boston sports, especially when he was featured in the 19, uh, not the 1994, the 2004 uh, Red Sox uh documentary word at 30 or 30 thing i was like i was like dang i'm not old but i know all those things i used to listen to those when i was in school no on the way to school yep yeah you guys can relate about that um i'm a little too young for all that stuff but i do love sports broadcasting in general and some of my faves are definitely like i love the tnt crew um yes. candace parker shack uh who else we got on there kenny the jet smith um chuck yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that i feel like that's my favorite broadcasting um team right there yeah oh yeah the they're, i think they're at they're, they had the best studio show they've been the best and that, that was another one i mean i watched those back so I'm, 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 a little, I'm not gonna put my, I'm a little older than both of you probably, I'm sure. <laughs> so, cause I grew up in the eighties and nineties. So yes, I'm a little bit older, but yeah, I mean, if I want to go way back, yeah, I mean, you can go back to those, you know, as you said, the, the inside the NBA, when it, I remember when it was just Ernie and Kenny and then they mm-hmm. brought Barkley on and then Shaq came on later. So I remember watching basketball then, back then, and even inside stuff, with uh, you know, Summer Sanders, Omar Rashad, jeez, uh, I mean, that was '90s, so that was early '90s. I was in high school, so that's that was those were the best times. So yeah, those are some when NBA was on NBC. Uh, those that that was it. Uh, did, yeah, I can go back and those broadcasts were they were on point. But even today, I love I love a lot of the broadcast uh, a lot of the broadcast teams today too. Okay, so quick question. Um... Did you take your inspiration for interviewing off of any specific person? Like, do you like to ask questions a certain way because of, let's say you like Stephen A. Smith, you like how he's super direct and super to the point. Like, did you take anything from a certain person? That's a really good question. See, I'm telling you, you guys are really good at this. So that's <laughs> a really good, no, that's, a, that's a really good question. Uh, I mean, you know, I watched a lot of different people that they, when they, when they do interviews, uh, as I said, Taylor Rooks, uh, for, you know, as of now, she's one of, to me, one of the best interviewees uh, out there. So shout out to her. She really gets like, she takes it as a craft. Like she takes it real serious and she's really good at it. She's one that I, I really enjoy her interview style. Uh, Joy Taylor is one. Um, she's really good. You know, Stephen A. Smith, he could definitely be, he's one of another one that's, that's really good at, um, as interviews, I mean, I know he gets a lot of heat, a lot of hate, love or hate, because he makes some comments. So, but uh, I mean, he's been doing it for so a long time too. But he's a good interviewer, especially. So, that's off the top. Uh, Jamel Hill, another one. She's she's really good at what she does. Um, try to think, somebody from the NFL. There's a there's so many, but those if I if I had to say, those are some of the the ones I really look and really like really hone in to see what their, how their interview styles are. And I really enjoy when they, when they do interview, because they get the best out of people. They like ask those questions. That's just not sports related. They get into mm-hmm. uh, the, what they do off the field or off the court. Uh, I, I really like that because they let the, they let their guests tell their story. And I, that's something I try to do with my podcast is like, 
let the let the guests tell their story and I love to hear that and then then you know just have a conversation so they're very conversational so those are those are some of the ones I I really uh really watch especially today who was like say um I know there's been a, it's just would you say the podcasting and the broadcasting world are very similar as well as different in competition wise yeah I think with the competition it is competitive, it's super competitive. Because we said earlier, it's like there's so many different podcasts, like so many, like this podcasts for everything, and for you know everybody has a podcast because it's so easy. To, it's easy to start a podcast. It's like you need a a computer, a microphone, or headphones, or or even a phone to get into the podcast. It's just you know what you like to do or what you like to listen to. So it is competitive, but I think it's also a good thing to have a lot of connections with that. I know we talked about before we start recording about connecting with other podcasters. So I think that's the good part of podcasting is getting to know people from different genres of what they like or what they do on the podcast and the podcasting world. It's, it's there's so many, you know, even connecting on social media. I think that's a good thing about social media and podcasting where you could connect. Like we connected on social media, like who knows if we wouldn't even ever met without social media, we don't know, you know, we might, we may run into each other somewhere down the line, but we wouldn't know each other without social media and podcasting. So that's some of the good things about podcasts is the connections. Uh, but there's a lot of podcasts and I know it's, it's, it is oversaturated in some way, but there's something for everyone. So I think that's, that's some of the good positives about podcasting. How did you get into like, you know, wanting to invest in women's sports? I think that goes from the beginning, just being raised by my mother and grandma. Like, um, I think it comes from that and just being, you know, raised by a single parent, single, single home and my mom, um, really, I mean, that's, that's my inspiration. Like my mother and grandmother, uh, grandmother passed away about five years ago, but that was it. And me just, you know, having so much respect for them so much that, you know, I, I seen the growth of that transition into, uh, really being invested in even just women's sports, women in podcasting, uh, just showing so much you know, respect and the, the respect you, that the lady, the women deserve. Uh, and I try to use my platform for to have those voices to be heard on on the podcast. So I think I've taken I, I don't know if I've taken like the mantle of any of that just to to highlight and shout out because I love I love watching women's sports. I mean. My wife, she's a huge into women's sports, so WNBA things like that. That's where, and that's where also that's another inspiration that comes from that. She loves sports in general, but women's sports. She just loved women's basketball, and I grew up watching women's basketball. All those UConn when the UConn was dominating, and ten, you know Tennessee with uh, Candace Parker and you know Shamika Holeslaw. That is just to me is it's still competition, women's or, or men's. It's, it was just competition. So I just enjoyed it. So that's where it all came from. And it shows too in your podcast and the way that you talk about some of your inspirations in the podcasting world and the broadcasting world. A lot of them are women, which is super cool. And then um, if you guys didn't know, the first time that we had met CJ, we were on his podcast because he was doing like a Women's History Month series. So he found us, like he said, through social media. And he was like, oh, would you like to come on for our Women's History Month um, special? We want to showcase you guys. You guys are all about women's sports and spreading word about the power of female athletes beyond the court. So 
that's super cool. And it's awesome to have a lot of male advocates like you for us to just say like, hey, women's sports are dope. They've been dope. And let me just tell you why. So, yeah, we appreciate you for that for sure. And that's the that's the thing. You're right. I think that's yeah. Because women's sports is, is dope. It's a, it's just it's a dope sport. Like all women's sports are dope, dope sports. If it, whether it's basketball, whether it's uh, softball, wh- whatever it is. Like watching like watching growing up watching the Olympics. I was watching all those like women's like the women's basketball, gymnastics, track and field, all these sports. It's like yeah, it's competition. And I know me and Ashley, we we did a we just did a IG live earlier. We were talking about you know, the growth of it too. It's just all they need, all it needs is a platform. It's just needs a more mm-hmm. of a platform and people to invest it. And if you invest in it and then you have the broadcast networks invest in it, people are going to watch, people are going to see because we all like competition. We all like the stories and we, we enjoy that whether it's men or women. Uh, so I, I want to get to a point where it's, it's not, we don't just separate men and women. It's just people that's in sports, like mm. the story, it means something, you know, it means uh, that, you know, you know, it's, it's great to say, yes, this is the first woman to do this, the first woman to do that. Yes. But I want to get to a point where it's not, it's not just saying first woman, first, this, first, that. It's just, okay, this is just a dope individual who, who's doing big things, no matter if it's a woman or a man. So I, you know, I wanted to get to that. I want to be a, you know, even a small part of that and really invest in that. Oh yeah, I definitely agree. I think me and Ash are on the same page as you, CJ. Like, we want it to just be everyone who plays sports is awesome, male or female, it doesn't matter. Like, everyone can hoop, everyone can get on the field, everyone can run fast, jump high, like, whatever in their different ways. Um, what do you think is something that you and your male counterparts might have, like, a different view on as far as women's sports? You know, that's a great uh, question. Yeah, real great question. Uh, yeah, that's a really good question. You know, I think with the the difference i think with like some of the males that they you know males still think like oh we're more dominant we're more this we're more that than women and it's not and it shouldn't be that way and i know it it is i know i see it on social media where men always are trying to downgrade women and women's sports and and, and things like that and, and you know I, it's like we're it's, we're in 2023 let's 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 get over that you know it's like it, it's it's been we we've seen the these the, the athletes who are just they're just really great like the Serena Williams the uh, Allison Felixes uh, you know like I said with Candace Parkers all these women that are really doing their thing uh, we should do and, and then women in in media uh, we talked about someone like Jamel Hill like uh, you know Joy Taylor Taylor Rooks all these it, there's so many different like to me there shouldn't be any different. But uh, I think now male counterpart, your male counterpart should just say, just invest and really listen, pay attention, give women more opportunities to to shine, to put them in that executive role, put them in those, you know, I always say not just a table, not just a seat at the table, head of the table, like women head of the table. That's my model always. And it's always that, you know, there's, there's, there's room for everybody. There's just, 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 it's just, that's what it is. There's, there's room for everybody to shine, to win, to dominate together. And I think that's where men counterparts need to be, you know, advocating for that. Just like, look, the women are dope. <laughs> they, you know, they're dope too. Uh, women's sports is dope. Let's watch it. Let's just, you know, let's enjoy it, embrace it, celebrate it. And let's, let's just move forward. Man, it's and the I'll- fact that you, 
Oh, sorry. The fact that you said, CJ, like, we just trying to be at the head of the table, the fact that you said that, and it's like, Kelsey Nicole literally just said that, like, not too long ago. I was like, y'all, y'all just, y'all just come in all in one accord, just have the same mindset. We just want to sit at the table. We came here to dominate everything. Yeah, yeah, and then I could just shout out to Kelsey Nicole Nelson. I've had her on the show quite a few times. We connected probably about three, four years ago, maybe longer now. And she's one of the like one of like one of the ones that are really doing it in the in this industry. I mean, she's she's doing so much big things, just like you guys are, just like a lot of women are. And people don't know about it, but that's because they're not given the time. Like, like just if they listen and just there's so much there's so much on social media, there's so many. There's so many amazing women on social media doing their thing. It's, it's just like, just, just give them the time. Give them a follow. Like their, like their, It doesn't take much to like something, to like their page, like their content, share their content. It's it's a click, you know? That's a, that's all it is. It's a click, of a, yeah. it's a click of a button to share content and listen to it. Like, even if you listen to the first five, 10 minutes, if you're on, like, on a run or you're driving, listen to five, 10 minutes of the content. And then keep like, okay, I really like what they're doing. Like if they say uh, they, they run into the She Is Serious podcast, like, hey, let's uh, let check this out. Get on the YouTube page, check it out, like it, subscribe. It's, it's, it's not hard to do. It's not really hard to do. And I think too, um, I found a common denominator between you and the other male guests that we had on our podcast. He was my trainer, Elijah Knox. You guys grew up in households of women, so you saw how strong females are and how much um, we can do. And I think that growing up in that situation, you really have a lot of respect for women that way, which is really cool. Um, and I think in other situations, maybe people don't realize that, all right, sometimes we got to put our egos aside, men. Like, you guys don't have to have all the power. It's like there's equal room for women and men to both have, like, power and both have a say and both be in positions where we're able to make our own decisions. So um, that's just what I've seen between between you guys that you've grown up in households where you're surrounded by women and you just see that women are dope. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, yeah, then that's, that's a good point because if I like if I didn't learn something from you know my mom and grandmother, it's like there's a problem. Like, and plus, you know, my mom, I don't want my mom getting on me. She like see something on social media and say, hey. I didn't teach you that way. You know, you know, we don't want that. <laughs> I, we don't want that from our, from our, from our parents at all. Like we've got too many, there's just too many eyeballs watching and you know, it's, it's it, but it's, 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 it's all about the respect. It's all about, you know, I talk about, you know, equal pay, equal playing field, all those things. Yes. I I'm, I'm an advocate for all that. I, I'm, I'm all for that. I have nieces. I have, you know, I, I, I'm married. I got a wife. So I guess I got to have respect because I don't want, for one, I want to get knocked side the head either by anybody, but you know, by, it's, about, it's about strong women, women being strong. And you said, you're right. Put the eagles to the side. Let's just keep moving forward. And the more men can, you know, can have that respect and advocate for women, the more it can be moved forward. Not, I mean, it doesn't even matter. Women are gonna take over anyway. They, this is this is the way it is. You, you, you guys, you guys will just be like, hey, we still gonna kick that door down anyway, regardless. It's just great to have the male counterparts to have on your side, not ahead, not behind, just side by side together. Yeah. And because we can all win. It's, it's it's all about winning. It's all about we all want to make money. We all want to be successful. We all want to win. Let's do it together. That's that's what I'm about. Mm, love it. 
I think, you know, it's funny how you were saying how all these guys that would be ones that belittling, like, the women's players. I always say, these are the same people that didn't that didn't pass gym class because they didn't want to change into gym shorts or they were just, they still at the, uh, what's it called, the gym, is claiming that they're really good, but they ain't get picked up. Mm-hmm. They still on the, they still the, I got next, but they ain't getting picked up. So, right. <laughs> they they the same ones that failed gym, gym class because they didn't want to change into gym clothes, which is an easy A, so. Ash, you have me dying. You ain't got to participate. I mean, just show me your short, participate a little bit. You pass them. Right. Those are, you're right. Those are the ones that are the outside. They don't, they, they don't know no better. Uh, they, they just think they've said they're egotistic, all those things. It's just, you know, you said, just, just watch the sports. Like it's not, it, it's, it's a great, like sport, women's sports is great to watch. It's great to cover. It's great to, uh, just to invest in. It, it's just, it's a, it's a great product. If you like competition, it's a great like Serena. Like we talked, we talked before. Serena Williams is one of my favorite athletes of all time, male or female. She's one of the best. Period. Like she's on my top, my Rushmore of the greatest athletes of all time. So top three, top four, right there. So I mean, she dominated her sport, and she would beat. She could beat men too. You know, we really want to be real about it. She's one of the ones that will dominate. You know, and, and, and on the men's side too, it's because she was so good, so talented. So it's you know, yeah, you're right. It's it's like yes, just you know, those on the sideline, stay on the sideline. If you ain't got nothing to say, good, just don't say it at all. That's what I say. <laughs> and the fact and that I, Serena like didn't drop a single set when she was pregnant, like even though like straight six straight sets she ain't dropped a set and she was pregnant. I was like. If that doesn't get the respect, I don't know. Like, right. Right. I don't know any other pe- person could do that. And then you have Skylar Diggins and some of the other people that were, you know, they, they, although they weren't showing they were pregnant, but they were still like, they were still, they're, they were strong. They were playing. They were competitive. Okay, that's actually so crazy. Like, women are having children, like, in their stomachs and playing professional sports at the highest level possible. Like, Men can never, because I mean, you guys like men can't have babies. <laughs> but that's just so amazing. That's like a good point. Like females are so I keep saying it. Females are dope. Should that be a new hashtag? It probably already is a hashtag. But like that's that's really amazing when you think about it. Females are dope. Fed. Hashtag fed. Wait, no. Females. That would be F. Oh, no, fad. Females are dope. Whoops. Yeah, 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 that's good. That's good too. So, outside of outside of your podcast, CJ, what are some of your other favorite hobbies? Mm, that's a good one too. Yeah, uh, podcast, hanging out with you know my friends. Uh, you know, hanging out with my wife. That's a that's it's always something to do. Um, just being outside. I just love being outside. Uh, you know, going to games. Uh, those things love that. Um, do a little. I do some gambling. I do that. That's a hobby. <laughs> so not I gambling. Do, yeah, I do some DraftKings. That's a that's a hobby. Okay. Uh, lose, lose money. Lose some money. But you know, gamble on sports. <laughs> no, no you gotta get some money. winnings too. If you gamble that much, you gotta at least win some. I do win. Yeah, you win. You you more. You lose more. You win. 
Don't let anybody say that they win all the time. They do lose more than they win because they put right. they so much money. But I do that. I like I like shopping. Um, love love shopping. Love sneakers. Ugh. Love love sneakers. Uh, you a sneakerhead? So, uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Man, I, I pictured you with your, with some sneakers behind you in the background. I know they're up in, they're up in my closet upstairs. I don't I'm down in my uh my my studio basement, so I don't have any of them down here. But everything's upstairs. But uh, I don't have as many as I used to because I gave a lot away uh, when I moved. Uh, gave some to my nephews. They've been they was trying to take them. They were growing up, <laughs> so I did. So, but uh, I've been going back buying some some other sneakers too. But uh, so I'm, I'm a little bit of a sneaker. I'm not as big as some of these other ones you see that be having 300 pairs or thousands of pairs. Like oh my that. gosh, it's, it's it's crazy, right? But uh, I love I love sneakers, love shopping. So those are some of the some of my favorite hobbies that I do. And oh, oof, them sneakerheads like. There are some athletes, there are some female athletes, I will say, that are huge sneakerheads. Like, I, I'm just, but, man, I will say, you mentioned that Serena Williams was in your Mount Rushmore. Who else is in your Mount Rushmore? Uh, wow, that's, let's see. Sometimes it, it changes, on, it changes, but my main favorite athlete of all time is Michael Jordan. He's my favorite athlete of all time. Um, so Jordan, Serena, I got two more. I got to put Muhammad Ali up mm. there. And let's see. You know, probably because he was one of my favorite athletes growing up, King Griffey Jr. Uh, those hey. yeah, so those are like, yeah, I would think those would be my four. Uh, yeah, I think those will be the four. I mean, there's so there's so many other great ones too. I mean, I, I, I like LeBron. Um, you know, there, there's a lot they're like Wayne Gretzky. You know, some of the greats of all time. So, but those will be my four. Uh, yeah, they'll probably be my four. Mount Rushmore. Um, so, yeah. when people ask you who's the goat, you say Jordan or you say Bron? Oh, Jordan. Jordan. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You heard him. You heard him. Okay, you heard him thank goat. You. We. <laughs> We we not LeBron folk. We, well, she's not. She's a Curry person. I'm oh, a yeah. Love Steph. Love Steph. <laughs> Who doesn't like Steph? Yeah, yes, I love Steph. But Jordan is definitely he's the greatest of all time. Uh, much as I do like LeBron, I think he's moved up on the list because what he's accomplished in his 20 year career. But it's it's all about MJ. MJ, man, it's it's it's. it's he's a winner, right? He's just like he's just literally he won't lose. Yeah, he doesn't lose. And when he gets to the final, he doesn't lose. 6-0 and in finals, uh, mm. dominated throughout his, you know, through his error and everything, too. I mean, that's Jordan. I mean, he put the numbers he put up, his career. Yeah, he's the, he's the GOAT. He was, a, he, was a, he was a monster on the court. And growing up watching him and being my – he was my favorite player uh, growing up. And the Bulls are my favorite team, too, for, for the NBA as well. So, still even to this day. So, I grew up watching those 90s Bulls and really – enjoying that that run with with jordan the championship run so yeah he, he dominated so yeah i gotta got definitely give it to, to jordan as well as the greatest of all time and the influence that he has had over the years like even though we are even today <laughs> like the the whole like mike campaign like mm -hmm. the whole everybody i'm trying to be like mike i'm trying to be like mike we all like, try to be like mike <laughs> did you guys see that movie that, that just came out what was it called White man can't jump. 
Which one? No, 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 the one on Jordan. Air. Oh, I yes. haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Either, but uh, it's on HBO. I think it's on Amazon Prime, I think. Oh, yeah, you guys have to watch it, but it's crazy. He makes, like, I can't remember, a ridiculous amount of money, millions of dollars um, still just from his shoes because whenever they signed the deal with him, it was, like, for the rest of his life, no matter how long they're selling these shoes, Jordan gets a certain kickback, and so it's, like, he's just still making this annual income from his shoes even though he's not playing. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy because the Jordans are still the number one sneaker in yeah. period right now, Nike Jordan is still the number one brand. Uh, and Jordan brand is so big because, like you said, you're right. He's been removed from basketball for he retired in 90. We came back 2000, like one, two, one, yeah, two. So it's been what 20 years, and he still is, like you said, influ- over 20 years, he still influences you know basketball. He's you know, got his brand, he still had people on his brand, right? Uh, and, and it's just, and you know, he's got the you know, women and men, like from all sports. On top of that, you said his influence is still impacting sports in general and lifestyle. And then the, his, his, you know, his attire, also the, the the clothes. I mean, I shoot, I got, I still buy Jordan brand gear all the time, t-shirts and and the sneakers too, and and all the retros. Yeah, he's still making. Yeah, this guy's still he's. Yeah, he's still making money. He's still impacting yeah. the league. Oh, for sure. It's cool that he's still impacting the women's game, too, because, like you said, there's several WNBA players um, that are connected with the Jordan brand. And then I know that there's people outside of the WNBA. Um, Jess Sims, I love her. I don't know if you guys are into, like, Peloton, if you guys have heard of Peloton before. Yeah. But she – but, yeah, she's a she was a college athlete. She played hoops. Um, and now she's a Peloton instructor, does a ton of stuff in the health and fitness industry, is a huge um, advocate for women in sports. But she's partnered with the Jordan brand, too. So there's a lot of um, powerful women that are also being sponsored by the Jordan brand, which is cool to put them on a pedestal as well. Yeah, because Maya Moore, was, uh, she was on the Jordan brand. Mm-hmm. She was playing. I was going to say for a moment real quickly that, you know, that Air movie – you know that Viola Davis actually plays Michael Jordan's mother, but that was actually a request by Michael Jordan because he told Michael Jordan told Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck was the person that did the movie. Say, I want Viola Davis to play my mom, and that was so. So whatever Mike goes, what Mike goes. Yeah, yeah. Whatever he says goes. Yes, you're right. Whatever he says. Because like you said, when he speaks, like even and the interesting thing, like when uh, when Kobe had passed on his funeral and Michael Jordan was one of the last one to speak at his funeral, it was like, that's how much influence. I mean, Jordan influenced so much. Like he, yeah. Kobe, Kobe was, <laughs> he was the, the 2000 Michael Jordan. Like he, the mannerisms, he chewed his gum like him. He walked like him. He had his, he patterned his game like him. Uh, and that's why Kobe was, was loved so much too. Bad, you know, so much, but he was trying. He was chasing Jordan. He was chasing Jordan because he wanted to be Jordan. LeBron even he he picked twenty three because of Michael Jordan when he was number twenty three. You know, until he went to six. It, it's it's that that impact Jordan had with so many so many athletes, so many people. It, it, it's it's truly amazing. And even today, like we said, he's he's still impacting impacting the game, impacting the industry. And the movie Air, I, I've got to definitely got to see that because I want to see it in theaters. But now, like I said, it's on Amazon Prime. I'm definitely going to be probably, probably watching the next couple of weeks. 
Yeah, you have to for sure. So where do you see yourself um, and your brand within five to 10 years from now? What are some of your goals? Mm, good question. You guys have, see, I told you, you guys are doing it, doing these big questions. Oh my God, making us feel good. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I love it. No, but wow, five, 10 years, what I would love to do the with the network I'm on now, you know, we're, we're trying to brand, shout out to, I got a shout out to BS3 Network. Uh, that's the network. So, um, but in the real deal podcast, I want to take it to, like I said, to the next level, take it to like, we're on Ro the Roku channel, and, which has been great, which has been great. Now I want to take it even further than that, like to these different networks, hopefully something like on a ESPN's platform or like scale like that, or Fox, things like that. That That's, that's one thing covering more events. I got my first taste earlier this year uh, with the WNBA covering something like that, covering WNBA draft, which I really enjoyed. Uh, that was my first, that, that was a, that's, that's dope. More event. Yeah. I love that. Thanks. I love that. I, I enjoyed it. So that's what I've been working on trying to, you know, get into that interviewing in person, uh, getting better at that. Um, uh, just uh, taking more you know, videos and content, uh, and then really, like I said, maybe hosting on, like I said, on a big, on a bigger platform, uh, hosting a, uh, a show on a bigger platform or on a radio or something like that. So those are some of the goals that I want to take my show and brand to. Hey, hey. I love it. Mr. CJ, I have to ask you this. What makes you say not just more than an athlete, but what makes you more than just a podcaster and what would you tell say your younger self um what to expect if they wanted to do what you do mm. no i'll tell you one thing but my younger self is to, to pursue it earlier <laughs> like to really take it as seriously like you know back then but you know you, you're, you're a teenager just growing up just trying to find your way to you know what you want to do your goals things like that you know you want to want to have a good time and you just didn't want to take them. So that would be one thing. Go back. If I wanted to go back and tell my younger self to really take it seriously, really brand yourself back then, because who knows where it would be even today. It's never too late, but they never know where I would have, where I would be now if I would have did this back in the nineties and two thousands and really pursue. So I would say that that would be one thing, really take it seriously um, with that. And I say, have fun with it. Like, and you know, that don't take yourself so seriously. Like this sport's supposed to be fun. Like this is supposed to be even yeah, outside. You're supposed to have fun with it. You're supposed to have enjoy a good time when you're conversating with, you know, your guest or anything like that. So I think that's another advice I would give my younger self. Have, have fun. Take the craft seriously, but have fun with it to uh, really perfect it. Uh, if you're really serious about it, really uh, start and just do it there's i always say that when somebody like somebody trying to get into this podcasting or anything like that i say hey it's 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 very it's, it's an easy way to do it there's so many platforms so many different ways you can you can actually start a podcast as we said earlier you can start it just on your phone <laughs> then then you could you don't need all the equipment you can start something on your phone something that you're you're passionate about that uh that you love to do like i said whether it's cooking whether you like to talk about parenting, where you like to talk about sports, where you talk about politics, whatever it is, if you have something to say, do it in five, 10 minutes, do five, 10 minute reels, do five, 10 minute of these things. And then you can, once you start perfecting it, then you can get into, get a computer, get the microphone, get all those things. So I think that's another thing is to really just do it. If you, if, if you're wanting to start it, 
really do us. I think those are some of the ways I would say um, to, um, to to really tell my younger self, just do it and really get into it. That's awesome. And that's good advice for us too, to, you know, have fun with it. Like I know me and Asher are having so much fun with it, but you know, we really didn't, we didn't start with anything. We didn't have mics. We just kind of looked up stuff on the internet, how to start a podcast. And we looked up the best platform and it said, you know, Zoom or this or that. And then we found this Riverside, which is super awesome to record on, especially because we are a remote podcast. So me and Ash are always doing this from a distance. Um, and it's really exciting just to like meet these people, make connections. I think that's what gives us a lot of a lot of purpose and excitement to wake up every morning and be like, hey, we have these dreams and goals of really making an impact on the women's game and making an impact on just sports in general. So it's super fun to do and we wouldn't have been able to meet you otherwise, CJ. So we're super excited for what the future has in store for you um, and for us and for the world of women's sports in general. I really appreciate that. I appreciate this time. You know, I'm a big, big fan of you guys. Uh, just oh, thank you. Yeah, I love what you're doing. I, I love the, like, just to see women in, in like I said, sports and media. I love especially that and media uh, just doing their thing. And I'm always searching for different podcasts to listen to, different things to listen to. Because uh, I'm just always locked into seeing things. You know, we're all, we're all on social media, so we're just trying to find out like, oh, okay, this is something new. Let me let me give this, like I said, give it a chance. And I listened to it, and that's why I said I reached out to you and um, to see if you want to be on the podcast. And I, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that time. And I'm glad that we did connect. Uh, what we, you know, what we, what we're doing, and we're doing, we're all doing the doing, trying to, like I said, trying to make an impact in the podcast game and. That's what it's about, and you know, uplifting each other and sharing, sharing our experiences and uh, you know, advice, things like that. So I, I really, I really enjoy that. So, I, but I, yes, I, I like, I love the podcast. Love what you guys, love what you're doing in the women's sports and the women's media. Uh, so keep doing that. Like I always said, blessings, all those things. And uh, yeah, I, I, I love this. I love doing this. Love being interviewed. Love being, love doing interviews. Love being on the other side too. So yeah. So hey. you guys I love it. Love it. Appreciate Lovely. it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, CJ. We have loved having you on today. Love this conversation. It's so much fun talking sports with you and we cannot wait for everyone to hear your story and more about your podcast. So if you guys haven't already, make sure you tune into CJ's podcast. I will link it in the description below and tune in every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern time. We will be here and we will be showing you why. She is serious, baby. See you next week. Hey. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>